This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Millennials. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. I'm always enjoying uh, the part when I put on the headphones and I can listen to our voices very clearly. To your own voice. It's mainly my own, yeah. but yours is also okay. Are you the kind of person that gets uh, uncomfortable by listening to your own voice? No, not anymore. I used to until... I don't know when did that stop happening. Maybe with that first podcast, because you just over-listen to yourself. It's impossible to like... Have you grown to love it? Mm-hmm. I've grown to I've grown to be completely fine with it very rarely like it's more to do with pronunciations and that kind of stuff where I'm like oh my god really can't you just say that word correctly but how I sound I'm completely fine but I also sound very different in terms of like what language I speak in Latvian I'm not super I don't really like how I sound in Latvian. Can you say some words in Latvian? Just for our listeners, for our Latvian listeners? <laughs> Latin. For all the Latvians out there, man nepatīk pārākās izklausos latviski. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Content What right did there. you say? We just lost all our non-Latvian <laughs> followers. They're like... But the ones that there are, they're excited. They're excited. They're like, wow. No, I just said that. Uh, Find your knees and go deep. Knees? <laughs> Niche. Ah, okay. Pronunciation. <laughs> Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Millennials at Work. Hello, Rasmus. Hello, Adida. That was a very uh, high energetic welcome. I loved it. Thank you. I'm a very high uh, energy today. No, I'm not. But I will be now for the next... Half an hour or so, I promise. I'll Th- try. Thank you. It's uh, yet another episode of this podcast called Millennials at Work. And if you wonder what have you tuned in now, like what what is this about? We are uh, two millennials, Rasmus and Edita, and the podcast is all about how to be and handle millennials at work. Uh, what we want from a workplace, how to be our boss, and everything around being a young professional. Is that right? Boom. Boom. Made it. And what we'll talk about today is something that some millennials could be familiar with, some maybe might not. But I think most actually, through our lifetimes, we will definitely need to think about these things at least once or twice or many more times. I know that we have <laughs> thought about this subject quite a lot, I think. And talked about it also, you and me. Yes. It's been a part of... Uh, An important process of us finishing school, mm. moving into the real adult wor- world mm. and uh, working. Because mm. we're going to talk about how uh, to pick the right company to work for. It's so much talk about us, meaning millennials, being greedy and almost like borderline too selective as people when it comes to jobs and titles and all of that stuff. But what do you actually do when... Uh, When, uh, as the media write and as we see around us, the talent is so 
sought after and everyone wants to get the the piece of us what know? a great time to be a millennial what a great time to be and yeah. that comes from Adida who's still looking for a job <laughs> I have a lot to, it, to it's tell because about there's this. too many options and there's too many options it's like people I'm, are pulling you from all different sides and I angles I had to turn off my phone just to record this episode mm. because people I've been just, trying to get a hold of you for no, days no, no, now no, no. Jeez. we just uh, we arrange our meetings like a month before and then I like maybe schedule something and we have to record 10 episodes at a time people <laughs> add you on snapchat instagram yeah, yeah. just straight into the DM hey yeah, G, what about getting a job here mm. yeah that's how my life is mm, it's great and today we'll talk about yeah how to pick the right company and how to how to navigate that as a millennial. Exactly. Yeah. And we can also say to our listeners that uh, this is a not a pivot but a shift in mm. the podcast uh, history. We're trying something new out today. Yeah. Um, and maybe we should say it beforehand, or we should like say it in the. Should end? we say it at the end because we don't know how it will go, and then we can like yeah, that's true. Reflect like for and then a tiny it's also bit a, a great little uh, not a clickbait but a listen mm, bait. Listen bait, yeah. Trademark uh, right there. Uh, some things that we are keeping though are check-ins and checkouts, right? Most definitely. <laughs> yes. Should we check in? Let's check in. I think you have something ready. I have one ready, and it's quite simple. Yeah. I want you to describe what color you feel like right now. <laughs> Wow, how hippie. Yeah. Nice. I'm trying to go more hippie in uh, mm. my way of living at the moment. Uh, my boss told me this the other day. I'm turning more hippie. Because you have long hair now. Be- mainly because of the long hair. I think it's yeah, like you were surfing that. and yeah. you had long hair. Exactly. It's like you have to be a hippie. Yeah. And what do I feel like? I mean, we're both dressed completely in black. I don't know what does that say about us. But I would um, say that my new vintage secondhand t-shirt is navy blue but okay who cares about the details anymore are you serious that is black that is okay maybe you know that's old that it looks (laughs) doesn't look black anymore okay i see i can start okay you start i think that i'm a i'm a mix between um, yellow and green Mm. i'm a bit confused lime no uh, yeah, uh, maybe that's an unripe lime okay. or a very very ripe lime or an unripe lemon. I'm mm. not the, I'm not really expert into that, but I'm I'm a bit energetic. Mm-hmm. I'm also a bit confused okay. uh, in general in in life. in life. Okay. I feel like there is a lot of confusion at the moment, mm-hmm. but still energetic. So hopefully I'll manage all the way through uh, mm. this podcast without being too confused. I think I feel like a peach color. I think it's a, it's a, I think it's a weird in between. I feel like I'm uh, a bit uh, loose today. I feel like I'm quite agreeable today. We'll see from this podcast. If I agree too much with you, you could be like too much peach. <laughs> That's my safe words. Yeah. Peach. Peach. So I'm peach. All right. Yeah. You talked about confusion. I think job seeking and job choosing has to do with a lot of confusion at the end of the day. That's like the whole thing about it, right? You're trying to choose what's better for you. You're thinking about your future, which you obviously can't predict and all of those things. 
maybe the first question is, why should we even be that selective as millennials? Why should we even go through that whole thing of thinking that we need to select from a few instead of going for whatever whoever takes us, you know, because I think that was like, that's how it used to be. You were so thankful for anyone giving you a job in the good old days. I mean, in some extent, of course, nowadays as well, but generally, why do we need to be like that? I think for me, it's, I'm the kind of person that always thinks the grass is greener on the other side. Mm. So I am, uh, it's when I go out and eat, for instance, I can't do, I always do fixed menus. Because then I know that they've picked what they know how to do the best. So if I always do like, <laughs> if you have a fixed menu, I'll take that. And it's the same with jobs. We also talked about this in episode 11. Really? Yeah. And, and you were so, you were really uh, passionate about that. Yeah, but it's... Um, and I mean, <laughs> now you're getting back. So I'm sorry, like, yeah. it's underlined how annoyed you yeah, are about the places. Come on. No, no, no. It's, it's I absolutely agree. It's, but I, I agree. Th- I, I think that it is really this vast majority or vast array of possibilities that your life can take mm. it's it's so great when uh, two millennials talk about back in the days because we were not allowed <laughs> we were not we didn't live in that area we don't know how it is <clears throat> but only, i'm gonna use it anyway yeah. back in the back in the great old days the options that you had uh, for your job either you did what your dad did or you went into the family business or you were a doctor or a policeman or like it was much more fixed mm. it feels like the job market you can be any you can be anything oh. it, it's back to like uh, titles and these kind of things it's so um fluid the job market but even us both we are more or less like generalists if yeah. we look at what we do at work um but even as a person with a very strong skill or like uh, educated in very specific, with very specific hard skills or whatnot, even those people have, I mean, actually even more, I think for those people, it's so much easier to get a lot of really good um, choices in different companies. And what are you looking for? In a job or... No, in a company. For me, at the moment, it's very important how does a company look at uh, the culture in the company, uh, but also improves it in a very certain, like clear, um, clear ways. Something that they actually have can show for it, because everyone has their values and everyone has their things. What they say about how their culture is, but there has to be some things that actually show that. And one of those that probably work the best for me are uh, some kind of ongoing education uh, support. I don't expect those from day one. I think those need to be earned. But that there is that kind of thing happening is super important, I would say. What do you look after for? I think it's really, really hard to to nail down what I'm looking for at a company. We talked a bit about this in a prior episode, uh, the whole thing about the perception of a company from the outside and what it actually looks like on the inside. Yeah, you never Um, really know. You never really know. And I think it's so hard. It's not like I'm not the kind of person who needs a specific strong purpose for the company. Uh, I'm much too egoistic and focusing on myself and my own development. Mm. So it would probably be the challenge that the company could give me. So I think it's more... 
it's more like what is the role that I can get and what's the responsibility responsibility that I can get, but also what what's the to use a fancy word direct directory directory trajectory yeah, yeah exactly mm. uh, for my career there. Yeah, that's also tricky though. I and mean, and then also uh, chemistry. Yeah, I think yeah. I can. Oof, that's I, a... I think that I I uh, decide a lot on chemistry. Absolutely. Does these people feel right? But you have to, yeah. Otherwise, you don't fit, and they don't fit you, and it's just like, yeah, it won't really work. I think that's the most valuable way uh, or valuable tool or measurement uh, that one can use when looking for a new company and doing job interviews. Uh, but it's not very tangible. Mm. You can't really measure anything around it. No. But it's uh, gut feeling is, mm. for me at least, the most important thing. The butterflies in the stomach. Butterflies in my stomach. <laughs> but I found it really hard for um, managers and people to explain to me what is the role that I'm kind of applying for. What yeah. is that entitled? Because, I mean, then again, we're generalists and it is tricky to explain those things. And mostly it ends up with being, you know, you kind of do all of it. And, 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 and I understand that. But like there are some main things for each role of when, when you're going to apply for anything right um and sometimes those are really unclear and i mean in a very traditional job ad for millennials we do see that it's like 10 people in one role at the moment i think when when going into the interview that's something what i find really uh, important is to not look at the interview only as they will interview me but also I have a chance to interview them. I have to be prepared to ask questions about the role that interests me the most. Because I, what I think is the weirdest thing about like this whole talk about millennials being so selective and all of that stuff, I think we're not, we're selective in a different kind of way. Does it mean that we're selective if for the first time ever we feel that we can ask for something? Like, is that really selective? If you really are the talent then I don't think that that's selective. Like, I think the whole idea around the, what does selective mean has just changed a lot, you know? I agree. I also think that it's a great way to change the conversation, not to like, this is why you should hire me, but more like, how do we meet in the middle so everyone wins from this and mm. that you're not going to get me for free. That's also making, um, I think that's changed the conversation a bit. So it's not only me selling myself to a company, but it's actually, hey, you need to also attract me. Have you ever heard a great company pitch like at an interview? This is what we do. This is what we believe in. This is what we value. You know, I think if we were based in the States, we would have heard it a few times. Uh, but I don't know how it's, uh, what's the difference between like Copenhagen, Stockholm in that sense, but at least here, it feels like people are too humble to really go out of their way to, to say those things about their companies, even when they're hiring. Now they say good things, but it's never really in a pitch way, you know? No. It's, uh, it's just way the, too much. It's also too much focus on what it is that we do. Yeah. I don't recall any kind of cultural <laughs> pitch or value pitch or whatnot, which is a bit uh, a bit strange taking into account how important it is for us now. But it's also those, especially those kind of first uh, stage interviews here are very much 
have very have very much to do with your skills and experience and the exact tasks and all of those things and maybe this just because maybe I just haven't been to very many the third stage interviews where the, the company then starts pitching you know but shouldn't they pitch on the first one and then you should on the third one talk a bit about so what exactly is it that you're going to do maybe I'm I wouldn't say so mm-hmm. it's like when they know that they want you then they like get in with the with all the arguments that's how I feel but I just think the process is wrong I think you should start yeah. with like values and these kind of things see if there's a fit and then talk about mm. both things are of course important mm. then again how do you do that as a company how do you pitch your values and all of those things what the perks and 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 what millennials want to want to know about how it is to work there is it is it a purpose or is that it's really cool projects or really cool clients or but but still choose people by their you, you need to somehow do the first selection right and choose people somehow by their skills and experience right so it 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 true it's so so difficult because otherwise you have to meet like 100 people and pitch your company <laughs> to all of them and yeah, then i'm feeling for the yeah, for the companies that's as well. true of yeah. course of course In the episode introduction, we mentioned talent, right? That there's uh, too few of the talent around uh, and too many jobs. So the question is, what does talent mean? Like, is everyone talent? I uh, I remember over the time in, in Hyper, I did a project with a big company that were working with the talent acquisition and uh, then we asked them what what is talent in their in their understanding and uh, turns out talent is just someone who has been in the industry for 10 years okay <laughs> it's like that's kind of it yeah. um but in in the in the for sense me, that's of millennials the opposite of talent yeah. talent is something that's unexplored or like someone who hasn't fully taken advantage of their talent or of, of their competences or skills that's for me a talent mm. I mean, it's like in, a seed. Its, in its own word, talent kind of stands out from others, right? The word itself means something special and something like outstanding and something that is like. Have you looked this different. up, Edity? No. All right. That's what I feel. I mean, when you say you're talented, right? It's like almost saying you're you're gifted, in but in a better way because gifted sounds strange. I'm gonna start using strange. that more. You're gifted. I'm not talented. I'm gifted. We're looking for gifted. Uh, <laughs> are you gifted as an employee? <laughs> Much cooler way. Yeah. When do you when do you know that you can start being selective and that you can recognize yourself as a talent? Because I think that's that is difficult. Now I feel like yeah, I have this. Uh, I know what I know. I know that I have some experience. I know that I have like this cool uh, education behind me. But on the other hand. Does that does that give me the rights to say that I'm talent? And I'm struggling with that a bit. I think more I go to the interviews, less I feel like I'm anything. Uh, maybe that's to do with imposter syndrome or something like that. But you know, what's so special in that sense? And if you look at the if if talent it is the 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 way that you explained it, like being um, more 
uh, knowledgeable or skill, have more skills than others, then we can't all be talents. No, that would be impossible. So yeah, I don't know. But I think so. I do think like that's how I understand it. Like when when you say that the talent is seeked out, right? That's how I see it. Like the jobs require so much of like the 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 combination of like the skills and level of expertise is so high that you really need to stand out. I mean, you need to be an outstanding millennial to to be to to be recognized as talent. I think. I think it's also taking chances on possible ch- talents. I think that um, I don't really believe in the scarcity of talents, uh, to be honest. I think it's just that companies need to be better at taking chances. I think that there's plenty of talent or that, that, that there's at least plenty of people who will be uh, great at what they do. They just need to be actually giving the chance to do it and learn by it. Of course, there are some people who have a natural way of doing things. Um but I don't really, really, I don't really agree with the whole like lack of talent. I just feel like I need to show more to stand out. And I really feel that when I'm sitting in the job interview, the, the questions that are asked are from so many different like realms of my generalist work. And I understand that because I've been like also branding myself as a generalist. So it comes from anywhere, starting from social media marketing to like leading teams and all of everything in between, you know. And then there has to be something how I look at it is I become talent when I say that it kind of goes together with like what we talked about in like the side project or the personal project episode that you have to. That's why we... That's why we do those projects. That's why we want to, because we want to stand out in these interviews mm. and that our work works jobs um, as someone who does like the tiny bit extra and can stand out with that. But does that make you talented or does that just give the perception no, I think of talented, being a talent? Talented and talent isn't the same for me. Talented is like you're talented at singing because you have like a, oh, it's a, it's a great talent. It's a gift. It's like a, something that uh, you had to work for a bit, but also it, it just came to you. But talent, You're being of a talent, a, uh, like a specific uh, group of talent people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Would you consider yourself uh, a talent? Yeah, but I'm not talented. Okay. Yeah, I'm not talented at anything. I think, but ah, I, that's not true. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's I. I really don't think that I'm. I'm talented, but it's talent is different because I have worked hard to. To, to be good at certain things or like excel at certain stuff. And that that makes me look as talent to someone, but I'm not talented. That's two different things to me. Would you consider yourself, uh, would you brand yourself as a t- talent? Is that something that you do? Oh yeah, that, that's, that's, that, yeah. How do you do that? How do you brand yourself as a talent? No, but I don't say that I'm talent. I just like in my mind when... Say that you're gifted. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad. Uh, put that on your LinkedIn see what happens (laughs) no it's more uh, I don't I don't brand myself as talent I think I just if I read something about looking for talents blah blah blah, I never feel like oh no I cannot I cannot uh, apply for that that's for the talents I think you can you can understand that yeah I get that no not understand but like relate yeah yeah, yeah. are you talent you are talent gonna do the uh 
you're talented uh, you're talented with that i don't think i could do that without like choking <laughs> please don't choke no. in the middle of the podcast <laughs> When did you felt like I can be selective now? Like I can actually go and interview companies instead of being like, please give me a job. I don't think that I've ever felt that, to be honest. It, it, it's not like I, I, I've never, like I told you the other day, I've never sent out an application uh, like and a, then to, got, a job ad, yeah. to a job and then got that job. Hmm. Uh, I've never done that. It's always been through network and people uh, I've worked with or something like that and so I've never really been the whole this is all the companies that are in the world or in Stockholm or in Copenhagen or in whatever these are the ones that I'm gonna go with and then I'm just gonna get that job right there yeah. I mean I've talked to many companies where they were like you're not good enough or you don't have the experience or these kind of things I might feel like I have more to show And that might be the feeling of having talent or being a talent in the world that I see it. Mm. But it's not like I can just go out and pick whatever job that uh, that I want. Mm. Um, not even close. Even if there's so much talk about the, how we can be so selective and how we can choose and ask for things and stuff. I'm not necessarily seeing that, like at least nope. in my, it's not, it's not that easy. Come on. I mean, yeah, I get uh, interviews or I get to talk with people, but it's not like it uh, turns out uh, not even half of the times or not even like, yeah. But so. I would also say that there's definitely companies that I would not apply for a job at. No, of course. Yeah. Like in that sense, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, okay. selective. Mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. it's not that uh, here's a buffet of uh, companies that you can just... <laughs> Pick the one that you like the best. Yeah. But I'll definitely say, okay, I'll take this part of of uh, what exists of yeah. companies out there. Because I don't want to work at this big old traditional company uh, because they don't really see the way that I want to work. Mm. Or I don't want to work here in this agency because it seems like it's super smart or whatever. So mm. I'm definitely selective in, in that sense, which may also limit the amount of job... <laughs> Uh, offers that I get, but um, then it but you have done the first filtering already, and definitely. I think that's the, that's the best way of selecting or yeah. being selective. It's like kind of you sit down, you think about okay, what do I actually go for? I'm at the moment going for project manager jobs. If I would go for all the Stockholm's project managing jobs, <laughs> I could never like I would never leave the computer by just like typing like a crazy you can person. Just press refresh every ten <laughs> minutes and then yeah, and just hoping that I will up. get a weird uh, I don't know whatever company project manager job. It's not about that. Companies matter more for us now. That's just. But I actually think it's fun. This whole idea of what kind of company that we want to work at. Um, I we talked about it yesterday when we were at Hyper Island. Uh, we went to Hyper Island to talk to one of the new classes about a specific project mm. that we did, um, and um, we talked about the expanding your selection of companies that you want to work for, because chances are that in an old traditional company, depending on how, what skills you have and these kind mm. of things, you will create a bigger uh, effect because you will be uh, working. Uh, in an old way mm. did that make any sense yeah like a more traditional i think I guess. you'll be you'll be you'll be seen more as a talent uh yeah you're more an outsider exactly yeah. and i think that that could be quite beneficial 
Um, if you think about the 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 big world and like what you do you actually bring to it exactly it's For much instance, easier to go yeah. with people who are like you of course yeah uh, i mean like one um concrete example is if you see yourself as a creative go and working at an advertising agency you'll just be one among the fish mm. i mean you'll be a creative like everyone else in the company Mm-hmm. But if you come in as a creative with a creative mindset and creative toolbox and creative processes and these kind of things in a traditional company, you will create much more uh, result mm. and and you will be seen as a talent. Yeah. And that's also, I think, back to the discussion of when are you a talent? You obviously need to put, I think you need to put more work to show you as a as a talent and to pitch you and like that what you can do in those more traditional um, companies it feels like because um, they might be more questioning or or checking you out or all of that stuff Um, and then like there's so many creatives out there that one too many too too little doesn't really matter you know so that's that's definitely something to think of being a Big fish in the small... No, being the only fish in the fishbowl or small fish in the big fishbowl. Ah, there's some kind of saying ah, in Latvia, metaphor. which I didn't really... I liked it. ...deliver well. Eddie G. Yeah. Can you tell me um, if you've ever had a hard time making a career-based uh, choice? Definitely. One one time that I remember that was quite recently was in our study program that we did. We have an um, internship period, uh, which is really nice, which is actually, I think, one of the best things about that program, that it's seven months of internship that you can do. And To yeah. give some context, ADG and I, we went to yeah. a creative business school called Hyper Island. If you haven't already uh, listened to any mm. of our podcasts where we talked about this... <laughs> And uh, during this two-year period, we had a seven-month internship um, period. The thing is that I chose uh, the same as you, not to do the internship, uh, but to start working. Because I was already already working with this uh, digital agency and and, and, uh, they wanted to continue, uh, or I wanted to continue working for them in like a full capacity. And I decided on that. Just the decision uh, took a long time to make because for a very long time and also in communication with them, told them or we had planned for me going on an internship and then coming back and working for them. And it's but then like it was like a huge inner conflict inside being like, okay, what's better to do something for the first time ever? I had the chance to do internship because in my previous education, I couldn't do that. Um or should I go for something that is like more safe, but also quite challenging because it's a cool role and all of that stuff? It was really difficult to do that decision. And I decided for working. And now looking back, I think I never regret stuff that's stupid, I think. <laughs> but it's... Um, I think you can regret stuff. Not healthy, really, is it? If you made a wrong decision... No, you can say that that was um, something was a failure or whatever, but I don't know if that would be better if I go back in time, if I went back in time and like change my decision, you know, I can just contemplate about that nowadays. And of course, then when things go away, you think of, yeah, maybe I uh, should have <laughs> gone on the 
uh, on an internship. And I think more, why I think so is more for the fact that uh, it is really the time to experiment and and do something different and go somewhere else and all of those things that like people think of when they when they say internships uh, during education, right? But I don't know what's what's what was the right decision. I'm not uh, I'm not sad about it. It's more like maybe another time, you know. But it was really really tricky. What is your uh, key learning from that? Go on internship? <laughs> no, from that, not regret. No, that is go go go, go on have an internship. Okay, that 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 is the one. Okay, yeah. good. Because it's, I I just think at the end of the day, everyone should do an internship. Mm. It's like uh, unless uh, the money matters are uh, like they are, like yeah, you have to have a job. It's a unique experience and a unique way that you can learn stuff and fail and not worry about that it's that is super privileged to have internship in general anywhere so just do it and if you have seven months geez i would uh, counter with a it depends oh the good old it depends yeah. i think that um yes internships can be good Uh, but they can also suck ass. Um, yeah. And if you want to listen and know more about that, you should listen to our internship mm. episode. I don't know what number it is. True. I don't know either. I think six or something like that. But Around six. Around there. I can share something um, because I think a lot about work uh, and my career choices. And I've had a lot of, not hard, but thoughts about like what should i go with mm. uh, where should i put my my energy um latest one is is here in stockholm should i um stay here in stockholm um right now i'm kind of like in between roles sort of at my job so i'm exploring a bit with um what the right direction is uh, here at my job which is both terrifying and uh scary and uh, exciting and um, everything at once uh, so right now I'm in in like a crossroads um, which is hard because like I mentioned I'm a grass is greener on the other side kind of person uh, mm -hmm. and also very impatient so if something doesn't happen right away then I'm like okay then then what else can happen but you know why you're scared but excited at the same time because your talent Oof. No, but it's true because like at the end of the day, I think that's when that's when you maybe know. When you know that like okay, it's it's a bit scary. It's a bit scary always to think about changing jobs and when will the next one come? But you're never that scared to not try it because you know that it will work because you're talent. I think that's also uh, back to my level of confidence. <laughs> I'm quite confident. If I'm a talent or not, I'll leave that to someone else to decide. Mm. Um But I agree, it's definitely this, I have potential, and if it's not really taken advantage of, mm. then I am impatient enough to <laughs> act quickly to make sure that it is uh, utilized somewhere else, um, mm. or within the same company, or whatever. Mm. Are you proactive with those things? I try to, but it's hard. I, I, I feel like it's... I think it's very difficult. It's, I mean... It depends what kind of people are around you, I think. Yeah. If you work very much alone, exactly. it's difficult. 
and I work quite a lot alone, so I can try to be proactive, but to really get the ball moving, I need other people around me as well. And they need to also listen to my impatientness and my energy and my ideas mm. for it to really um, come through. So yeah, I, I feel like I'm having hard career choices almost every single, not every single day, <laughs> but very often I, I think yeah. a lot about it. Um, what is the best next step for me? Maybe that's just this time as well when we have recently finished our studies that we've been part of this uh, this bubble what uh, where we think that we will have all of the choices in the world and we have a lot of course and then when you go into the real world you see all the choices but then you're also stuck in one but you still see the grass on the other side and all of that stuff can really fuck you up i think and 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 we also think of the, how is it called job hopping is a completely normal thing nowadays job hopping meaning changing jobs quite often yeah. like every once or twice year, a year yeah once or twice no 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 i mean that's like a lot <laughs> once <laughs> every year or second year yeah that's what i meant that's that's probably more Did sustainable you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't change jobs every six months no it's not a good unless you are a grasshopper Did you mention the other day, uh, millennials, that we want all of it and then a bit more? Because I feel like that's kind of like how I feel about my career. Wasn't it Nina? It was Nina, exactly. Uh, uh, one yeah, of our was, uh, great uh, program managers at Hyper Island mm. that we talked to. Mm. That we want all of it and then <laughs> just a bit more. Because she offered some help to um, get some contacts if I if I need any for the job seeking rounds, and I said that to Yes, I was very I was very much millennial, saying that yeah yeah sure I have some meetings next week, but I might call you if uh, no one calls me back, you know, <laughs> and and uh, she was very much like yeah sure. That's 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 very much uh, that's how you are, guys. You, uh, you you don't want to be given something. You're like, okay, give me like five options, then I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, the selective bunch. I think it's time to check out. It's time for the checkout. Yes. Should we actually say what we try to yeah, do? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We uh, tried to we tried a bit of a different concept. As you saw, there weren't that many tips. And there maybe were the 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 how we try to structure it is around the reflection questions, and uh, we try to be more reflective and more personal, I guess. And uh, please let us know: Do you think this worked, or um, was it like really boring, or uh, should we go back to mega tips? Mega tips. Maybe mega tips are coming back <laughs> sometime. We're not we're not saying no to mega tips completely. But we we'll tr- we are trying this format for at least a couple of episodes yeah. to see where it, where it lands. And I think the the reason why we changed it was because uh, we believe that it's our perspectives and our reflections um, that really matters. The reflections of millennials. Mm. It's not that we need to teach you how millennials uh, uh, we know uh, should do or these kind of things. It's more like get into the mind of a of a millennial and maybe you can relate maybe mm. you'll learn something new mm. uh, but it's more to set that um, reflection and thoughts system in mm. mind it's so nice when people write and say that they do relate it means uh, we're not here alone with our two microphones so that's good that's good but yeah let us know what you think 
Should we check out? Let's check out. Uh, right now I'm listening to a Danish podcast. It's called The Program About Nothing. Oh. And uh, I've stolen something from, from that podcast. And that's a specific um, section that they call What Are You Vibing at the Moment? So like, what are you digging or what are you uh, liking? Vibing. Vibing. Like, like uh-huh. I'm vibing this right now. Um, oh. So I want to ask you, ADG, what are you vibing at the moment? It's a great question. Yeah, I will you. so take that word. I can start. Yeah, yeah, please do. Uh, at the moment, I'm vibing a specific uh, dish or a specific <laughs> way of cooking uh, chickpeas. 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 Uh, where you just uh, you uh, put them on a pan and then uh, some olive oil, Ooh. salt and pepper, and then uh, one specific spice, which is spice common in mm. Danish, which I think is cumin. Yeah, I think so. Awesome. And then just mix that in a small salad. Don't add you some need fix. to put that in the oven though? No, I mean like there you put it, you take it from. Uh, it's not like raw chickpeas. Okay. Chickpeas. Okay. Kick piece, chick piece, <laughs> like a chick. The kicking piece. Chick. Chick piece. Piece. Yeah, it's a weird word. Chick, that piece. What? Yeah. All right, but that's what I'm vibing at the uh, moment. Uh. It's uh, one of my favorite things. I'm vibing a great TV show called The Crown. <laughs> it's a, it's a historical uh, drama about Queen Elizabeth the second, I assume. Okay. I think if I'm not, I hope I'm not mistaking this uh, but it's about her life and it's something it's like it's the super British drama you know I've n- last time I saw something like this was ages ago and I, uh, I love it so much. how far are you in are you pinching it yes I am are you a pincher or are you a I'm, uh, I'm a bin like now because I've had the, my routines based at home my binging works like that I have my work in the morning then i binge over lunch and then i have my work in the evening and then if i have some time left in then the evening then i binge second time but you, it's not like i binge uh, no i never watch like two episodes in a row they're like one binge? hour long no i binge oh Ooh. that's for you Rasmus. yeah but yeah that's that's uh, tips right there all right Mega-tips. Good. Mega-tips. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it that's it this was Millennials at Work. Millennials thank you at for, Work. Thank you for listening. Uh, tell Maybe we should sing more <laughs> talk like this. Maybe not. No, let's not. Um, One thing that I'm not no. vibing at the moment is when um, people in podcasts are too silly. I won't comment on that. No, but you can find us on uh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into the DM. We're there at mill underscore at work. That is true. The DM is always open. The DM is always for, open. For uh, reflections, thoughts, uh, suggestions. You yeah. um, also just want to like reach out and talk mm. about mm. mega tips or what you're vibing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, what are you vibing yeah. at the moment? That is, that is a very good question. Uh, also, should we, uh, we should do a shout out. There's one person who is listening to this every week uh, as the first one ever. I guess no. First, I listen, then he listens. It's uh, it's uh, Mikkel Vandien who does the mixing and sound for Big this podcast. Out. Also, did the jingle, what you all definitely love. So it's um, thank you, Mikkel, for staying with us. Thank you, Mikkel, keeping in. That's we appreciate that. 
A lot. A lot. A lot. But with that, we say goodbye and until the next week and so on. Then you will hear from us again. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.